Welcome to the Surviving Outside Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike O'Kelly. Hope everybody's having a great week. We're coming to the end of Q1. Wanted to talk about something that kind of hit me like a ton of bricks this morning. I get up 5.15 to go to the gym. I wake up, I see my phone. It's about 5.14. For some reason, uh, the hot move right now for me is to wake up before my alarm goes off, which is good because it doesn't wake wake up my wife. And to be honest, the iPhone alarms sound horrendous. I used to have Android. Android alarms were much softer, gentler, waking people up. So anyway, I am... Get I, I'm up five fourteen in the morning, and the routine is get up at five fifteen, go to the gym. Hopefully, be there between five thirty and five thirty five. Usually, walk for fifteen to twenty minutes, just to try to get as many steps in as I can, and then I go, you know, lift weights. I like to push and pull heavy things. That's what makes me feel good. And I kind of sat there. I wasn't feeling great this morning. I didn't really want to go to the gym. I laid there for a second, kind of stared at the ceiling. And then I thought to myself, if not now, when, and if not me, then who? Folks, we are our own motivators. We're the only ones that are going to come save us. No one is going to come in and save us. Nobody, not a company, not a manager, not a boss. We're the only ones that can do it. We have to do it ourselves. We have to do things that are uncomfortable. We have to do things that we don't want to do. I don't really want to get up at 5.15 in the morning, but I do it because it's the only time that I can effectively work out. I'm not exhausted from the day already. I'm as fresh as I'm going to be. I just slept for seven seven and a half hours. But nobody was there to wake me up. Not obviously the phone as the alarm, but nobody was there to push me out of bed. I had to do it myself. When you are in sales and you are in running your own business, which I hate to tell you, even if you are an employee, you are running your own business. That territory you're running is a business inside of the company you work for. First thing is you have to understand it's a business. Second of all, your company is not going to hold your hand through the entire process. That is not their responsibility. At some point, you're going to have to take over. They're going to train you to do things. You're going to have to take over. If they're not training you to do certain things that you want to do, you're going to have to learn it on your own time. Not the time you should be out there reaching out to prospects, but on your own time. Just like I had to get myself out of bed this morning and get to the gym. You have to do the exact same thing when it comes to your career and it comes to your business. Nobody is going to come in and swoop in and save you. I'm not going to do that. I can only guide you. I can only talk to you. I can only guide you. And if you want me to coach you, I can only coach you to a certain extent. You have to put in the work. You got to put in the reps. I can't do that for you, just like somebody else can't do the reps in the weight room for me. One of the barometers that I'm having right now for the success that I'm having at the gym is dips. 
doing dips on the tall bars where I pull, push my body weight up. I let it drop all the way down to 90 degree angle with the elbows and I push myself back up. Right now, I'm about 265 pounds. When I was my playing weight for baseball was about 220 to 225. I am more muscular than I than I was back then. So I do have more muscle mass, but I also have I'm also carrying more dad weight. <laughs> but about six to eight weeks ago, I could only do about four to five dips. And then I had to take a break, and then I can only do four to five, and then I had to take a break, and I can only do four to five. In just over six plus weeks, I'm now up to 11 dips. This morning, I did 11 dips, took a 90-second break. I did 10 dips, 90-second break, 10 dips. At one point, I could do 50 dips without taking a break. Taking a break. Now, again, I'm much heavier now than I was. So I'm pushing a lot more weight up, lowering a lot more weight. I think you understand that. But that's kind of the barometer that I'm going going on is just incrementally getting better. If I hadn't gone today to the gym, that spills over to the next day. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to go. And that's the reason why people get out of habits. They get out of their routine. They get out of their process. They decide, uh, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait till April. I'm gonna wait till April. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait. I'll start working out next week. Next week, you know what? I'm gonna go next week. But you know what? Next week comes, and you're gonna give yourself the same excuses. Look, I've been there. Okay, I've gone through these massive swings where I've worked out all the time, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I'm just too tired. Blah blah blah. Life got in the way. And I had to come to a realization that what I was doing wasn't working. It wasn't sustainable. My process wasn't going to work over the long term. And so the only thing that I came up with was getting up first thing in the morning. That was it. Just get up first thing in the morning. Not waiting until 4 o'clock, 4.30 in the afternoon to work out. Because by that point, A, I've already worked a full day. Might be tired physically. Mentally, I'm done. And also. Something always came up. Hey, you know, somebody reached out to me. Hey, let's meet at 4.30. And of course, I would say yes, that yes mentality. Well, then all of a sudden a workout is missed and then a workout is missed and then a workout is missed. But nobody is clamoring for my time at 5.30 in the morning. That is time I'm giving away. But I'm giving away to myself. Now, the point of this is not to talk about my working out, but the point is that I have... Hey, Penny, my dog just came up here. <laughs> she just finished chewing her bones, so she's now getting some pets. I, it's not about me working out, but, but the, the translation to the sales world is you got to look at yourself in the mirror. If it's not working out, if you're not growing, if you're not getting the level of success that you want, you have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, Am I doing everything possible? Your company is not going to swoop in and say, oh, by the way, hey, we've got this great new way for you to generate leads. It kind of reminds me of Glengarry Glen Ross. If you haven't seen that movie, go watch the movie. Very famous Alec Baldwin scene, the ABC always be closing. 
Now, I do believe that Alec Baldwin's character is way over the top, and that level of sales is gone, never to return. And the ABC always be closing. It's a thing of the past. But the point of this is the sales reps are all complaining about the leads. The leads are weak. They're sitting around. Well, we just need the Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross leads. We just need the good leads. These leads are weak. Yet none of them are out there taking action. None of them are trying to find people. They're just making excuses. And it's wild. I mean, if you go back and look at the cast, the cast is just crazy good. I mean, every single actor is amazing. And Ed Harris's character, which usually you think of Ed Harris as, I think it's Ed, yeah, Ed Harris. Yes, it's Ed Harris from The Rock and from so many different things. You think of him as like this hard, hard nose, you know, tough guy. And he's just complaining. He's just whining. Just whining. I want you to look at that and think about not the arrogance, but the confidence that Alec Baldwin's character possesses. Because I guarantee you that Alec Baldwin's character in real life takes action. Whereas the rest of the guys there, they sit back and they're very passive. Take action. This morning, I decided to take action. I wasn't passive. I really didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't. I sat in bed for about seven minutes. What that did was psychologically, it made me stronger because I did something I did not want to do. And I've done this before, done it a lot of times. But the question is for you, the listener. You're listening right now. Have you done that to yourself? Have you sat there and thought to yourself, I have just done something that I did not want to do and it made me better? So far, in the last two or three years, my personal best of dips happened this morning. Like I said, I used to be able to do 50. And today I did 31. Now I did 50 in like just one, just pumping them out. That was back in the day. I was ridiculously strong. I was also lighter, 40 to 50 pounds lighter than I am now. And that makes a difference. But point being, I set a record. I was leaving to the gym today. And after every time you go to the gym, after every day working in the field, you have to ask yourself the question, did I achieve my goal for the day? When I left the gym this morning, I said, yes. I said, yes. The next time I go to the gym and I'm going to do dips, the minimum that I'm going to allow myself to do is 11 on that first set, 10 and 10. That's the minimum. I'm going to push for more, 12, 13, 14. You should be doing the exact same thing. How many people did you convert to different stages today? And I'm not talking about just unaware to aware. Reminder, the five stages of sales. Unaware, aware, trial, user, advocate. How many people did you move from trial to user, user to advocate? How many people? Did you set things up for the future? Did you do everything in your power to move the customer journey along? And every single time. Did you learn something about your prospect or your client you did not know before? If not, you're just spinning your wheels. So that's something that you have to think about with yourself. You have to hold yourself accountable. 
because nobody is coming to save you. You and you alone are in control of your career and your future. The type of actions you take are going to dictate your future and nobody else's. Are you ready to put in the work for the type of success that you want to have, that you dream of having, that is out there for everyone? That's a question for you to ask yourself. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Um, all my information is going to be on mikeokelly.com, M-I-K-E-O-K-E-L-L-Y.com. You can always connect with me on LinkedIn. Thank you to the people that have been reaching out who've requested the targeting exercise. It's just a little freebie I give right now. It's a way for you to build out your Dream 125 list very easily and be able to adjust it later. Go to my website or you can shoot me an email and uh, I can send it over to you. Mike at Surviving Outside Sales. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. Please share and download the episode with download and then share with your friends. Have this conversation and find somebody who's going to hold you accountable. Nobody's going to save you, but you can find people that are going to hold you accountable. You'll be glad you did. Thank you so much. Really do appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow. Surviving Outside Sales. Bye-bye.